Welcome to the Christine Means Business Podcast. My name is Christine Hansen and I'm a business consultant helping entrepreneurs to scale their business without working more through wonderful team management, leadership and strategy. Together with fellow experts or my own, this podcast is designed to share the most actionable tips, pieces of wisdom and anecdotes that will help you to avoid any mistakes that will cost you time or money to grow your business. It is my absolute joy to share that knowledge with you to help you for your ultimate success. You will get a new episode every two weeks and there's loads of free materials on my website christinemeansbusiness.com. So go ahead and check that out and I'm looking forward to hear your feedback and please don't forget to give us a couple of stars if you enjoy what you've been hearing on your podcasting platforms. And without further ado, let's start the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this brand new episode for Christine Means Business. And today I'm here with a wonderful guest um, talking about productivity and time management, something that I think we should all take the time to, to listen to, because as our business grows, as it blossoms, you know, it's something that we really need to take into consideration. And as a boss CEO, you know, it's really something that we should plan. So today's guest is Agnes Rodzate. And she is a coach specializing in business productivity and time management. So exactly what I found to be a core issue with a lot of my clients. And with a professional background in quality management and empowerment coaching, she has turned her passion for organizing into her mission of helping women get more productive in life and business so they could gain more confidence, clarity and time freedom they deserve. Through structures, systems, and processes that bring results, Agnes teaches her clients to scale in their business while increasing time freedom in her signature program, Less is More. So, so many things I want to pick up on here, which I think are just amazing. First of all, um, I love that it's not just passion for organizing, but there's also empowerment in there. And then there is bigger business, but more time freedom, which I think a lot of us find counterintuitive. Now, interestingly, I never used to be organized. I used to be the biggest, you know, one of those teenagers whose room was just like a bomb had just gone off, like the biggest slob ever. And then honestly, um, Marie Kondo changed so much when I saw her on Netflix. That I think was my big aha for organizing. And now the home edit as well. And now I'm in, I don't know, hang on. So I lived at university, then I had my own flat with my first husband, now with my partner. So it's the fourth place I'm living in. And this one is really the most organized ever. Like I can really say, maybe it's a maturity thing as well, but I love that you are combining all of these things together. So how did it start out? Because I can pretty much guarantee that you did not start out as a coach for productivity and time management, I would say. How did this happen? Uh, yes, I'm more than happy to explain and thank you very much for having me and I am so glad that uh, Marie has changed your life, that <laughs> um, this has been a point for you where you can really get more organized um, because so many times we don't even realize that um, 
as simple as getting rid of clutter from our desk, you know, um, changing a few things in our um, work environment can highly increase our productivity and it can really help us to increase our focus and we can do more things in less time we can do more important things right so it's uh it's a big point also in my mentorship that i touch because it's truly important environment is one of the four productivity fundamentals and um yeah we can't avoid it yes absolutely. um how I started is I actually, before I got into coaching, and by the way, I really love the, the core concept of coaching. When you don't teach or lecture people how to do things, but you guide them through obstacles uh, to find answers for themselves. And this is brilliant this is brilliant right all you need is an outside guidance right to to create amazing results um so before i got into that i was actually working as a quality manager and this is when i realized my love for creating that structure creating those processes and systems to really save resources like time money, uh, human resources, you know, to make people's lives better. At the time I was working for a company with tens and tens of peoples, but now I'm helping business women to get more productive and it's quality management is still a part of my teachings, my mentorship, my coaching, um, because it's really fundamental as well how we how a simple system or a tweak in the process can um, make our lives easier, you know? And sometimes we don't even realize, and this is where the outside perspective can come in so handy because we just tend to get too much in our head sometimes. And I know that, I'm a thinker. So I used to think more than I used to do, you know? But this is something that I need to work on. But yeah, definitely, sometimes we just go in circles so a guidance is is super valuable agreed so let's go a little bit into i mean my business i thrive on and always say the masculine kind of strategy and the feminine soul part to grow a beautiful business now to me streamlining and systems is more of a masculine energy which i adore you know because i think if you want to do a hardcore business if you want to grow if you want to be successful then you need that whilst always being, you know, aware of the femininity of the soul work of the marketing that you're doing, really working with perfect clients and also taking care of you. So when we talk about quality management and let's talk about small business owners, right? It's obviously different than a huge, you know, corporation, but what would be a typical situation that you would see where someone comes to you and they're just, kind of I know what I want to do but it's kind of a mess like I I am kind of doing this and that I'm jumping from A to D to C to Z you know and I have all these ideas and I kind of work all the time but nothing's Mm. really happening and then 
it's not structured and I feel completely lost. So what is quality management or organized? How, what exactly would be the different mm-hmm. main, or let's talk maybe about the first, the main kind of issue or not, issue is not a nice word, but the kind of building site that you see fairly regularly for yeah. online business owners. Um, I mean, what you just described is exactly how people are. They're like, they're a mess. They don't know where to start because they they might have built a successful business, but they just work 24-7. They don't know how to streamline things or they maybe don't trust delegation. So that's another issue, right? That's a huge one. And I really want to talk about that one too. Yeah, absolutely. Let's talk about it. Um, But yes, I mean, what I like to always do first is to understand the core, to understand the vision and the goal, because then if that is clear, we can reverse engineer to see where we need to start because we can't focus on everything. Not everything is important. And once we have that clarity in our head, the goal where we want to go, it's much easier to narrow things down, uh, narrow our focus so we can create more time freedom, so we can create more balance uh, and create more impact as well. Because now we're focusing on what's important, how we can uh, create more impact and create more money. And then we also can create more time freedom while doing all that. That's the beauty in it. Uh, And it really comes down to clarity. Perfect. So let's say I have someone and they are um, a coach. Let's say they start off. That would be my job, basically. <laughs> they start <laughs> off as a, as a, I will help you to get perfect well-being, which is like, who the fuck wants to have a well-being? It's such yeah. a weird concept, you know? So, so they've done a little bit of work. They now know what they define as well-being and what they think their clients want, actually want. And now it's about you know, systems. Um, so I'm just giving you an example for um, that mm-hmm. I had recently where I was on a coaching call with my client. And so far, what we've done is set everything up so that people visit her website. It's welcoming. They know what to do. Social media engagement, client acquisition. And so the next step, I was like, okay, let's also go through the scenario when clients now come in. Um, what do you send them? You know, how do you onboard them? How do you do these things? So to me, that was very clearly a system, you know, having that yeah. in place. And it was good that we did it because the welcome letter was something, was a template that she received from her health coaching school. And it was an absolute disaster. I don't know why they would give <laughs> their students that. It was just total crap. It didn't make sense. It was just like, forget it. No way. So we, we tweaked all of that. But how can we kind of, what would be a solution maybe on a budget, let's get really practical here, that you use for new beginners and or people who even have clients, but who kind of have everything everywhere, like some files on their desktop, some are on Google Drive, some are on Dropbox, like what would you, what are your favorite tools to use? Uh, th- this is this is where Marie Kondo comes in very handy. <laughs> uh, the organizing. <laughs> um, well, first is to get rid of distractions, and that can really mean anything. Okay. But we, we know ourselves best. We do, if only we're willing to listen and to look inside. So we know that uh, that photo of. Uh, on our wall of our family 
gets our focus away from work. Or we know that this bag of peanuts that we keep taking divides our focus, right? Uh, we know that these ping, ping notifications on our phone gets us distracted. Uh, it's just how willing are we to, um, to get rid of them. And that's always the first step because once we are clear on, on the bigger picture, once we get rid of what we don't need, all of the distractions that are taking our focus away, then we can get better at doing our actual job instead of uh, following chats, um, scrolling through pretty Instagram photos. Um, I'm, but I'm not saying that you can't do it or that it's bad. Like for example, you can't work from eight to five nonstop. It's, it's not productive. And if you think it is, it's not. You have to take breaks. But for example, know your limitations, like limit yourself to certain extent where you, for example, if you like to watch funny cat videos on YouTube, uh, maybe keep yourself accountable and say, okay, I'm only going to do that for 10 minutes or I'm only going to watch two videos and that's it. And then I'm going to go back to work because we know how when we turn on the Netflix, it just can go on one series after another. And then we just go on and on and on. So really distractions is a big part of not doing the job and filling our days with things that are not as important, are not strategically important to our business growth. Um, and it comes down to a lot of things, uh, but I would definitely say that getting rid of distraction, increasing the, fo um, the focus and taking care of productivity fundamentals, like I said, environment. Uh, but there are also other things because if we want to manage our time that much better, we wanna focus, we wanna be productive and we wanna conquer the world, um, we need to take care of ourselves. And for some, <laughs> not for some, for a lot of people, this seems kind of like going backwards. Oh, I need to sleep eight hours. I need a healthy diet. Uh, I need to move my body. Um, this all kind of goes in the second plan, right? The business comes first, the money comes first. But how can you really thrive if you're exhausted, burned out, uh, not eating healthy, not sleeping, maybe sleeping for four hours. Uh, it all really comes together. And this is what makes us who we are. So we need to take care of that. Totally. And I mean, I'm the biggest lazy person ever. And I'm very transparent with that. I always say I'm super lazy, which is why I build and grow a business where I don't have to hustle. Like I'm so... I mean, I just had a post on Instagram It's and I titled it The Virtue of the Sloth. And it's I totally stole that by Fran Leibovitz, who is this awesome New Yorker. You have to check her out. She's awesome. And um, it's all about, you know, how I structure my business to be lazy as like a sloth, the virtue of the sloth, because I don't like it otherwise. And I will resent it. And I mean, it's not always lazy on every front. I am very unlazy when it comes to things that I like doing, but when it comes to things that I really can't be bothered with, then I just, it, it just drains me. And I think that's what we often talk about in your business. There yeah. are more things that you probably don't like doing, 
than what you do do what like doing because that's just a business is so diverse it's impossible that you like doing everything it's impossible no. that you like to <laughs> do your canva graphics that you like to do videos that you like to write blog posts that you like to write invoices that you like to schedule appointment all of these things I don't know anyone who likes to do all of it. A lot of people are just like, I don't like anything to do with tech or I hate video or I hate marketing or promoting or public speaking. You know, we all have our different things. So it's, to me, I was like, okay, once that's where delegation comes in, you know, really structured in a way that you can outsource these things so that you only have the energy the positive energy around and it will serve you because you show up so much more powerfully and I don't even work a lot like I rarely work on Mondays sometimes I have appointments that are mine like with my coach or um, something that I like to do or um, continuous education for me I never work on Fridays because that's just what I promised myself to do so that leaves Tuesday Wednesday Thursdays and my schedule is only open on Tuesdays and Thursdays meaning those two days are usually packed And I get a lot done during those days. And Wednesdays, I sometimes have calls as well, which is when I'm in my office and then talking about environment, as soon as I sit down here in my office, in my chair, that's where I get things done. You know, I have a big monitor, which is also something that big desktop that I would really recommend every business owner. It really changes everything. And, but I work a lot less than I did when I was hustling, when I was, you know, really fighting in desperation for clients because they couldn't come, they wouldn't come in uh, regularly. Right now, I am much more relaxed, working a lot less than I ever did before, and consistent clients are much higher than they were ever were. It's about so that optimizing, really, right? Optimizing. Exactly. Optimizing it. And that's also my question to you, because you obviously do this with your clients. So, how a lot of people the thought is that the expense you know when I outsource I can't afford it yet that's what I hear most of the time so what would be some (laughs) mindset kind of tips that you tell your clients in order for them to really understand why it is a great investment to do yeah yeah Uh, well first delegation definitely saves you time and stress and a lot of nerves, you know, Um, but, you know, there are things, and I like what you mentioned before, uh, there's, we don't like everything that we do in business, but there are also some things that we like, but that are not as beneficial. So for example, if you spend uh, two hours creating Canva graphics, (laughs) could you do a sales call instead? Two sales calls how much greater impact would that create, right? So are we focusing on the right thing? So, and then if if you like something like Canva graphics and you're, you think you're good at them and it's only normal that you feel like, I don't know if I can delegate this because that person probably will not do as good of a job as I would. Um, but really, this is the perfectionist, and I'm recovering perfectionist myself, so I know very well what I'm talking about, um, that it's not easy, and this is why I can relate to these types of women so well in my coaching, um, because I have gone through this myself, but what is important is to understand 
What really brings your business forward? And what do you value? Do you value that Canva graphic or do you value to create an impact, right? Uh, it doesn't take a second to switch the mindset. <laughs> it takes work, but this is where we start because trusting the delegation, uh, it's something that builds over time. It's not gonna be like this. So I always suggest to just start with one small assignment, one small task and make it as good as you wish to have it. Make it according to your standards and only then keep adding more stuff. Because if you hire someone and you just take a lot of things and just throw at them, obviously you will be disappointed. Yes, because I agree. Communication, what comes in, right? Mm -hmm. You need to be clear in articulating what do you want. And exactly. if that's not clear, then what do you expect? Exactly. And one thing that I would recommend anyone who's listening and who, isn't, who hasn't delegated yet is to, as soon as you get your process down, because we kind of all have to do everything at some point, you know, when we're building yeah. this <laughs> But my biggest advice is to record your processes. So what I did at the time was I started to really see, okay, I have too much to do. So here's what I'll do. I just went to loom.com. It was always free. It's still free to some extent, but I think they now also made a paid version, unfortunately, but it still, it still works. And what I, it basically is just a screen recorder for your tab. So I would literally record and talk what I was doing, meaning a new blog post, editing mm -hmm. on my website, creating a Canva graphic, like as I do one of those fancy YouTube tutorials, I was just pretending <laughs> really. And I would record all of this. But what happened was when I got my first assistant, I literally had a library with video tutorials and I would just tell her, have a look. And she didn't know how these things worked yet. It was her first job as a virtual assistant at the time. And it was following by numbers. It was painting by numbers. She learned all the processes this way. And I was really lucky as well because she's super smart. She's my COO now or my OBM. And um, I was really lucky with that. But even if you have people who might be a little bit you know, more limited, having those tutorials set up pretty fairly yeah. early in your business is going to save you a lot of time. Absolutely. And also it's going to help you when you have to change freelancers, you know, because women get pregnant. I just had two members of my team get pregnant at the same time. So I had to replace them and it was literally, okay, here for the new person, here's what we usually do, painting my numbers yeah. again. And it was really, really easy to do. So that is, so for me, that is a tip that I would really, really recommend anyone doing, like record your process so that someone yeah. can come in, establish some standard operation procedures, have a little manual so that people can come in as quickly as possible. And the other thing is, I think we're not used to it, is the hiring and firing, right? I mean, yeah, you have to, that, that takes a lot. <laughs> you have to be really quick, like hiring and firing, don't make it personal. Um, my biggest lesson has been hire and fire quickly. Like if it's not working just as quickly as early as, as possible, you just say, this is not a fit and it's fine. You know, like no, nobody has insisted a lot of time, invested a lot of time yet. There's no hard feelings. So, but it takes practice. Like it literally takes practice. It's also not easy to tell someone, look, I'm not happy with your work. I don't think this is going to go any further. Um, but, you know, it's, it's questions and it's situation scenarios that we have to get used to as business owners. 
Yeah, absolutely. And what you mentioned about recording yourself on a video or like, you know, the tutorial, it's the quality management process approach on the next level. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because we know that we need to write down our processes. We know that it just makes delegation that much easier. But if you can find time to actually speak about it, it gives that person that much better understanding about your expectations. Yes, I, I would agree. Like communication yeah. and expectations in general Absolutely. is something that we're not taught. I mean, most of us never worked in an environment where it was part of our job to yeah. do people management, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's literally something, again, one of these small business tasks that we had no clue when we signed up doing this I feel you know it's all these yeah things absolutely that, that, there is a lot to learn and we constantly learning <laughs> exactly it's tons and most of the time people are like I had no clue like I really yeah. didn't think it that it doesn't end <laughs> and it is and it's it's fun and it's it's you know it, it's yeah. it's just what it is but it's the best job afterwards in the world so um, I'm really excited because we have a free gift for our listeners that has to do with a little bit of a self-analysis, I would probably say, yeah. right? Yeah. So if you guys are listening and you're like, oh, this is making me cringe because I totally know that I have to get into this. My desk is a mess. My schedule is a mess. I am overwhelmed. I don't know where to start. Then we have an amazing free gift. Um, and you can get at Agnes's uh, website. So it's agnesrudsati.com 3Q uh, hyphen 3Q, no, slash 3Q hyphen strategy. And don't worry, we have it in the show notes. So if you go to the website, to the blog, you will have it in the show notes, but tell us a little bit what it is. Uh, so it is a short five minute video where I share my three question strategy to get clarity around your business processes and your, your day in business in general. So for example, I, I always like to ask questions because this is how we can understand ourselves better and our management and really prioritize that much better. So for example, uh, by the end of the day, you can ask yourself, am I being uh, active or productive? Because there's a big difference. If we're filling our day with tasks just to feel busy, to feel worthy of the success because we have been busy. It's a big difference than working four hours, but being really focused, really productive and creating an impact in those four hours instead of working eight, 10 or even more. So have a look at those questions. I hope they bring clarity to you and the tasks that you're doing. I. I hope that work, they work well for you. I'm certain they do. <laughs> I'm absolutely certain. So thank you so much for your generosity on this. It's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you. I know that this is a topic that we need to hear over and over again. Also to give, you know, permission to outsource, to take time off, you know, to just have a day where you'll just nap. I mean, who the fuck cares? You'll be fine. You know, so um, I'm absolutely 
I think this is brilliant. I think it's absolutely needed. And for people who want to reach out to you, where is the best place to do that? Where do you hang out the most in this internet world? You can always reach out to me on Facebook, on my business page, on my personal page. It's Agnes Rudzate. You can just find me by my first and last name. No hustle there. Um, is the best place. This is the fastest place where you can reach me. So go ahead. Perfect. All right. I'm sure they will do. I'm so excited about this. And all you guys, thank you so much. And if you loved this episode, if there was something that you adored or that you just learned or you just even just liked it, but it's, you know, please head over to iTunes and leave us a five star review. That would be awesome. And I'll be talking to you guys in two weeks time with a new guest on this I don't even know what to call it on a show or a podcast. It's everything all in one. Um, but I'm really excited to bring all these people to you to really share their knowledge and to help you, you know, grow your dream business. So thank you so much, Agnes, for doing that this week. I'm really, really grateful. And I'll be hopefully talking to you soon again. So take care. Bye-bye, all of you guys. Bye. Thank you. Bye. All right, and here is what I usually forget at the end of every episode. So first off, thank you so much for listening and taking the time to tune in. We really, really, really appreciate it. Now, don't forget that I've written a book with everything you need to know about growing and building a business online. It's called We Mean Business, the practical guide for creative entrepreneurs, coaches and small businesses to build your brand and grow your business online. You can find it on Amazon, but also in other online bookstores and on my website. Also, please make sure that if you want to stalk me, you follow me on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube or Twitter or Pinterest or TikTok. And if there was anything in this episode that you learned, that you found entertaining, that made you giggle, then I would be over the moon if you'd left us a five-star rating. These ratings go a long way for more people to tune in and make sure that you follow the podcast as well to share the love and to have more people find it. Thank you so much and we'll see you in two weeks time for a new episode.